you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you listening. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and com. So we've seen a lot of accusations over the years uh, for sexual harassment and for sexual assault. I want you to keep in mind those are two very different things, sexual assault, sexual harassment. Uh, I don't care if you're talking about Judge Roy Moore. I don't care if you're talking about Herman Cain. I don't care if you're talking about Clarence Thomas. We've seen a lot of these accusations out there. Don't get me started about Clinton or Gore or Edwards or Sharpton or Wiener or Hollywood or the theater or Trump or Cosby or Fox or NPR or schools and churches and I'm, I want us to have a very rational, intelligent conversation about this. What are we going to do about sexual harassment? What are we going to do about assault? And what are we going to do? Uh, note, there's a very big difference between the two. And what are we going to do about a hostile workplace? Um, we had some accusations. You know, all those other things that I talked about, those other people that we don't really know, we only read about, we only hear about, uh, they don't really impact us. So it's easy to have an opinion on it. Now we're talking about right here in Minnesota. Now we're talking about right here in Minnesota at our state capitol. This shouldn't surprise you, by the way. You had accusations like this rock state houses in California, Illinois, Kentucky, Colorado, Kansas, Texas, Washington. Florida, Oregon, Tennessee, Rhode Island. Did you think for one minute that it wasn't coming to Minnesota? Of course it was coming to Minnesota. And I am so, I I couldn't figure out why I was so outraged by this. And trust me, there's a lot to be outraged about. But the part that probably bothers me the most is all all these accusations about harassment and not making the distinction between harassment and between actual sexual assault. I know people who have been sexually assaulted, and they look at the ridiculous nonsense of some of the things that these women claim, and it's like, oh, give me a break. And and I'm not saying that to minimize or, or demean anyone, but the fact is, I want you to keep your anger where it's supposed to be. Uh, I don't want misplaced anger uh, and and I want us to be able to have an an actual, intelligent, rational conversation about this. You've got people out there now who are being uh, who are being accused of sexual harassment. You've got people out there who are being accused of of causing a a um, uh, of causing a workplace that is 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 hostile. And and I want you to understand something, too. Uh, the idea that sexual harassment in the workplace has been excused or ignored for a long time, that's a flat-out lie. That's a flat-out lie. I sold my bar 10 years ago. I had to have a uh, an employee handbook based on an accusation of, of a waitress who said she was sexual, sexually assaulted. She wasn't. So I know these accusations are shocking. I know they're disgusting. I know they're unacceptable and in, inexcusable. And I want to clarify, don't call Stan screaming that I say it's okay or that I'm calling these women liars. None of that is true. I want to clarify, no one condones sexual harassment in or out of the workplace. 
Sexual harassment can be a crime. Sexual assault is a crime. Prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. And pedophiles, oh yeah, in my book, they'd get the death penalty. And and I'll tell you another thing. So, uh, sexual predators, I don't care which party you're from, they're bad. We expect better behavior from our legislator legislatures, and this is this is embarrassing. But now you're talking about people who have been accused of something, and you're talking about people who have been accused of something in the workplace. And you have the Star Tribune running an article that basically tries, convicts, and sentences uh, Senator Dan Schoen to to force him out of office. Sorry, people, that isn't how it works. And and Melissa Hortman actually came out and said accusations are the first step in the process, and there's a due there is a due process before we get to that point. An accusation is not the beginning, the middle, and the end of sexual harassment or a sexual assault situation. Thank you, House Minority Leader Hortman. And yes, I, I want to clarify this again. Everybody should feel safe in, in the workplace. But you don't get automatic credibility when you say something. And you don't get automatic guilt either. Um, the, I owned a bar for far too long. I know, uh, I know there are some women out there who lie. All you have to do is think of the Duke case. Think of the Rolling Stone case. So, uh, so yeah, for some people it is courageous for them to come out and tell their stories. For other people, it's a political talking point. Hopefully they'll, they'll win elections. And by the way, some of you men are disgusting pigs. Um, but not all of you. And women too. And, and women too. Exactly right, Stan. Some women are liars, but most aren't. Most aren't. And men too. So I know so many, you know, Stan, some of the things these people say, oh my God, I think I should be in HR if I knew where it was. Uh, to you better watch it, lady. I know. I know. Um, accusations aren't proof, people. Accusations aren't proof. And it's some of this i really feel like it's political uh i want to know what you guys think i want you to i want you to tell me who do you believe i want you to i want you to tell me what should happen i want you to tell me should these people resign uh should these people who've been accused resign 651-989-5855 651-989-5855 my only thing though is some of it you know you could say it's accusations but there were some things and you know it's it's not really black and white, I don't think, the way sexual harassment, because it's just like anything else. Me saying right. something to you, you could take offense to that, right. where the next person may not take offense to right. it. So there's there's kind of a fine line there, but at the same time, some of the stuff they had with the text messages and stuff that I saw, you know, oh, I, I, would lo- okay. I would look past it personally, but at the same time, you know, if you're supposed to be this high-ranking official and, you know, set the example. I don't think that's right. the best example to set. Right, 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 right. And, and I agree with that, too. Although I expect the, better of our the general public, I would say probably 80% of them have done the same type of thing. Oh, hey, look at that one, you know? <laughs> Representative, I mean, Representative Jamie Becker Finn, and listen to this quote. I've worked in public service for the country and the state, and it's really disheartening that this is the most hostile environment I have ever worked worked in is here at our state capitol and i want to know what our leadership is doing about this so-called leadership democrats and republicans what the heck 
She said it was the most hostile environment she's ever worked in. And I also want people to understand uh, the difference between harassment and assault. And harassment is is uh, harassment in the work pay, workplace basically uh, involves the making of unwanted sexual advances or obscene remarks. Sexual assault is a sexual act in which a person is coerced or physically coerced to engage against their will or non-consensual sexual touching of a person. Sexual assault is a form of sexual violence. It includes rape, groping, child sexual abuse, and torture of a person in a sexual manner. Those are important distinctions, too, and I think the consequences for them uh, are very important, too. Okay, so... We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I asked my, I was driving here to work and I was having a uh, very, very interesting conversation with my friend, John Gilbert. John, did I just call him Gilbert again? Oh my God. Um, John Gilmore, and he's on hold. Sorry, John Gilmore. Um, And we always have interesting conversations. But we were talking about what was going on over at the Capitol. And I said, you know, John, you should, Gilmore, you should call in and we should talk about this on air because he had some really tremendous insight. So uh, we'll talk to John next, and we'll get to your phone call, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. I'm Sue Jeffers. This is Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Hey, good Saturday afternoon, everyone. How you doing? I'm Sue Jeffers. This is the Sue Jeffers Show. I hope you're paying attention to those PSAs that are, I don't know if they're PSAs. Um, the, the station got together and thank a vet. Um, and people call in and they give mess- leave messages for their family or friends or husband or wife. And I just think they're really special and really sweet. And what a great idea, Twin Cities News Talk. We should do more stuff like that. Okay, we're talking about what the heck is going on over at the Capitol. Multiple women have accused Minnesota State Senator Dan Schoen of sexual harassment. All I keep hearing about is he's still on your radio station. No, no, he isn't. Um, uh, um, we then we had um, Tony Cornish. Accusations came against Tony Cornish. And folks, let me tell you something. This is not over yet. Those are not the only two that we're going to be talking from, talking about, hearing about. And it just it's just astonishing to me that that in Minnesota, in Minnesota, you have some legislators who are saying that. Our legislator in St. Paul is the most hostile workplace they have ever worked in. And it's just astonishing. So as I was driving to work today, I was talking to my friend John Gilmore, which I don't know why I want to call him Gilbert all the time now, but John Gilmore. And I thought I thought he could add a lot of insight into this conversation. We will get to your phone calls, too. I think there's one line open, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. Like Stan says, sex, sex, sex. Everyone wants to talk about sex. Uh, let's welcome John Gilmore. Hi, John. I'm so sorry. I called you the wrong name again. Hi, Sue Johnson. <laughs> I know, right? I deserve right. that. Totally. Uh, I, I, I just can't believe what's going on over at the Capitol. I mean, are you surprised? Well, I, I'm not surprised per se, but I'm, I'm, I'm befuddled. I'll have a column for alphanewsmn.com tomorrow called the Minnesota Legislature and the Politics of Sexual Harassment because I'm trying to look 
past the issue itself, I'm, I'm very tired of all of you people who are trying to outdo one another by saying, no, I'm more offended by sexual harassment than you are. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the head of the chamber in St. Paul said he was ashamed of his gender. Get a grip. Get a grip Get a, is yeah. right. Yeah, you can, you can take and should take sexual harassment seriously, Republican, Democrat, Independent. And also, Sue, um, I've mentioned this once on Twitter, but don't you think there are sexual harassment issues, oh, I don't know, at media outlets, TV, radio, print, online? Do you think the media is going to report on themselves? Probably not. What we've got here is... Uh, hey, John, I would just like to point out that there is no sexual harassment here at my radio station. None. Because if well, there was, I'd Sam. report on it. I yeah, would report well, on it. We would not tolerate it. We just well, wouldn't. We'll talk, we'll talk when we get off the air because <laughs> you had a, a valid point, though. I don't think the media would report on themselves, but they love to report on the juicy tidbits at the legislature. Sure, and I understand that. Here, here's where um, I, I think we don't have enough information, and we need to see how this goes. Um, it looks like Melissa Hortman is driving this bus, and the speaker is sort of acquiescing in anything that she wants. Maybe that's good. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, but he doesn't seem to be uh, – I hope you're sitting down, Sue. He doesn't seem to be exercising any leadership on it, although <laughs> his initial statement – um, about Tony Cornish and he removed him from the Public Safety Committee as the chair seemed to me to be actually pretty good. Very I, I good. Really, I like to give people credit where it's due. I, I think it's a form of dishonesty not to. Um, but, but now we um, are informed that he's agreed that the House will hire an outside firm to review the allegations of Tony Cornish. One, why does Cornish? Two, where's Dan Schoen? We're not talking about Dan Schoen anymore. Oh, that's right. He has gone dark and hired a lawyer. That's a good move from a public relations angle. Very I'm smart. Sure our, our friend Lloyd Olson would say, do the same thing. Yep. So now, now what we have is sexual harassment originating from the DFL side. Now the focus is on the Republican side. Right. It's going to continue to be exclusively a Republican Party problem. And the media, not exactly Republicans or conservatives, will highlight those cases over and above the DFL. Don't want to sell anybody short. Maybe we'll be surprised. Um, but they're hiring an outside investigation. That begs two questions. Can't they investigate themselves? Can't they police themselves? Do you think the Senate yeah. would hire somebody outside? I think to me an abdication of institutional responsibility. Both Hortman and Dow um, are dodging their responsibility as their own members and size them up. Are these allegations credible? Was this behavior uh, engaged in? What's the appropriate response, sanction, punishment recommendation? The House is shirking its duty by right. bringing in right. an outside firm. Who decides what the outside firm is? Gee, I don't know, maybe one that's connected. And do you think Dow will take the lead on that? Or has Melissa Hortman already suggested which one? So, so that's an issue. The other one is, and I, I saw this in a conversation on Twitter, um, David Brower asked uh, the reporter Brian Bass, who's currently at NPR, wait, aren't they supposed to be broke? How can they afford to hire an outside <laughs> firm? 
And Brian Back said, that question has been asked, and there is no signed contract. So it, it's kind of a cluster. The, the long view, though, is that we're going to have sexual harassment politicized because everything is politicized. And I don't know who, what happened in Alabama. I do know that Judge Roy Moore has been in public life for more than 30 years, and the Washington Post, four weeks before the election, brings up claims from 30 or more years ago. People are entitled to be skeptical, and as you said, that doesn't mean that you're trying to blame the victim or doubt them, but neither should any allegation be given credence just because it's been made. Right. You can go too far in either direction, not just in one direction, and I think that's crucial. You have some allegations. I'm not going to name names, but people call me up, the phone rings, I listen, and then I hang up and I stare at the wall thinking, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> I already have some names. Me too. Me too. And, you know, it's, 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 it's really unfortunate because this is what people are talking about at the state capitol. And I'm sorry, I'm glad that those people are serving. I would never run. I know it's not easy, but you make representations. I expect you to come through on those. Our side almost never does. But that environment up at the Capitol is a hot house. It is high school. It is aren't we special, squee, and they play dress up and grown up. And half of the time they, they don't get it right. And, and now when they need to stand up, and hold themselves accountable, first of all, to themselves and to the environment in which they operate, in which they create, mm-hmm. they punt and bring in somebody else. Right, right. I think it's, I think it's very weak, and, and I regret that aspect of it a lot. And you know what, John? When when people are already calling for Tony Cornish to step down and people are already calling for Dan Schoen to step down and they will be calling when we hear the next name and the next name and the next name and the next name, I'd just like to pile on top of that and say I think all the leadership on both sides should step down as well. They knew about this. Uh, uh, they knew about this type of atmosphere for years and years and years. They have had multiple very public opportunities to address issues that are going on in the workplace, whether it was 2012 with the Democrat rep who had sex with a minor in the rest stop up in Duluth or wherever it was, whether it was the Amy Koch Speaker of the House thing in the Senate or the um, Tim Kelly and Tara Mack. They had every opportunity to deal with this kind of stuff. You cannot tell me they didn't know what was going on. The incompetence, especially of the Republicans, of the way they're handling this, I want them all to step down. All of them. Let's well, just they're, they're clean house. Do that too, so I know. Order- I'm just mad order- at them. Yeah, but mad isn't going to help. I mean, I'll order you a unicorn while you're we have to <laughs> They can't even police themselves, right. let alone have the um, the character and the integrity and the sense of honor to resign. That will never happen. Right, that right, right. Seems like a lot of this is being done to protect people's political positions. Unfortunately, Jennifer Carnahan, oh. the Republican Party, did us no favors. None. Fast out of the box in condemning Dan Schoen mm-hmm. uh, before anything has been adjudicated and calling for him to resign. Then come the allegations of Tony Cornish and Cricket. And she's been rightly, unfortunately, ridiculed and mocked for the inconsistency. 
and and that's just unfortunate. Um, I, I know that I've displeased Jennifer with some of my writing at Alpha News, but it's not personal and it's not intentional. Right. I think she's doing a good job in many ways. I hear very good things about fundraising, which is so crucial. So I, I want to support Jennifer and the other officers of the party. I want to be clear about that. It's just that I don't think people, A, know what they're doing, B, act too fast because everybody's in a rush right. to, to right. condemn you know, uh, pretty soon I'm going to start seeing people on Twitter, for those of you who know your Bible, they'll start yelling, Barabbas, Barabbas, we want Barabbas, <laughs> you know, that kind of a thing. And, and number three, they're not looking at this in, in a, longer, uh, a longer time frame. And that's what I'm trying to get at tomorrow. I hope um, all I can do is write carefully and what I think. But you're going to see the environment at the Capitol change, unfortunately, to the point where, yeah, uh, this guy was walking down the tunnel between the buildings and raised his eyebrow at me suggestively as I walked by. Right. I mean, you'll get to microaggression. Right. And the, part of what uh, the Speaker Dowd and Melissa Hortman have agreed on is to have training. That's fine. But he, he went out of his way to say that would include implicit bias. Newsflash, there is no such thing as implicit bias. Implicit bias is what the left and the race industry in this country have turned to when all of the barriers to equality between races of any color have fallen. There is no functional reward for being a racist. It is culturally anathema, socially anathema, and legally very consequential. So that victory has been has been run. One, but now what do we need to do? Well, it's implicit. Who judges that? That's right. a subjective standard, Sue. Right. There is no objective uh, framework. There's no objective criteria for implicit bias, which means you can play gotcha all day long. And I've already seen it. There's a New York Times article where larger companies, the sexual harassment, you know, uh, prevention, sensitivity, training, awareness, all the good it's going so far overboard. Men are creating only men groups to say, if I say I like the smell of her perfume, which she chose to wear, and I think women do that so that they can be, I don't know, appreciated by others, men and women. I mean, is it is it sexual harassment if you say that is a really nice smelling right. perfume? Um, do you not talk about how women um, are dressed in any regard? Do you not say not anymore? Just, yeah. <laughs> So, so that's that's my fear that what you said has erupted nationally is coming to Minnesota. Yeah. But like most national things, when we get a hold of them in Minnesota, uh, we do it worse. We do it more because <laughs> we've got strenuous virtue signaling. I'm sorry, on both sides of the aisle, and that makes me nauseous sometimes. <laughs> Thank you, John Gilmore. Really appreciate your comments, and I will look tomorrow for your article at Alpha News. I look forward every Sunday to your article, and I was telling you, I really appreciate it that um, you use words in, when you write that sometimes I have to think about. That I have, do I know what that means? I better look that word up. So I appreciate that, that you don't write down to us and that you actually make me think about different things. Thank you very very much. Thanks, Sue. Very kind. All right. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll get to your phone calls, too. David, Mitch, Mike, Terry, be patient. We'll get to you. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and com.
everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're talking about the allegations of sexual harassment and a hostile workplace right here at our St. Paul Capitol. Uh, Dan Schoen, Senator Schoen, um, he's been charged with, uh, well, sexually harassing people. They described his behavior as ranging from persistent and unwanted invitations to meet to physically grabbing a woman from behind. One woman who asked not to be identified said he sent her to a photo of male genitalia via Snapchat. Uh, Senator Schoen says, I unequivocally deny that I have ever made appropriate contact with anyone. He said the allegations are either completely false or have been taken far out of context. The very smart man hired an attorney and has not said a word since. But you had the Star Tribune come out and write an op-ed saying that he should resign. Well, who does the Star Tribune think they are that they get to try, convict, and sentence him on their opinion pages? That makes me upset. Uh, the and And did these things happen at DFL parties or did these things happen actually at the Capitol. Uh, It seems like some of them took place off the Capitol. In the city of Cottage Grove has assigned Senator Schoen, because he's a police officer, uh, to administrative duties until any possible state investigation of the sexual harassment allegations are complete. Yesterday, talking about piling on, Kurt Zellers came out and said that he, because all the, the next shoe to drop was Tony Cornish. Kurt Zellers came out and he said, yeah, he talked to Tony Cornish after hearing rumors of sexual harassment back in 2012. Uh, uh, Zellers, um, he was the speaker from 2011 and 2013. Uh, We just had... Last night, I think it was a Tribune reporter who came out and said in a conversation with Melissa Hortman, Hortman said, when I met with Doubt in May and brought up Cornish, Doubt said something like, we don't let women within six feet of Tony Cornish. So people have known this stuff for a very long time. Why was nothing done? Who should resign? Uh, what should happen? Can we take those resignations further to include leadership in the DFL or in the Republican leadership? Because personally, I'm sick of it. When you have Jamie Becker Finn coming out and say, I've worked in public service for the county and the state, and it's really disheartening that, and I quote, this is the most hostile hostile environment I've ever worked in is here at the state capitol. What the heck is up with that? Uh, By the way, I think these two will be forced out of office because both the Republican Party and the Democrat Party are already looking for candidates to run in special elections. That is confirmed. All right, let's take your phone calls. You guys have been super patient. Let's start with David. You're up first. Hi, David. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sushant. Thanks for taking my phone call. We've spoken a few times about a couple of different issues. This is a touchy one. I believe uh, that this whole sexual harassment thing, as terrible as it is, and yes, it it is terrible, has been weaponized. Yes. It's been weaponized by uh, politics, mainly. It's been weaponized by Hollywood. It's been weaponized on our television sets for our children. Uh, they sexualize our children at a very young age. And the the other part I wanted to mention that I haven't heard anybody speak of yet is the rampant pornography that is available for free 
on everybody's smartphone, on everybody's internet connection at, at the state capitol, Washington, D.C., at their local workplace. And when you're working with people eight to ten hours a day, they're basically your second family. You bring your life home with you from work. You bring your life from home with you to work. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of predators, men and women out there. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you combat that when it's nature that men and women are attracted to each other? Right. I mean, other than, unless if, if people are finally willing to look at the real problems in society and the big one being pornography and the sexualization of our children and these interns that go to work for these politicians for basically for free have to wear a little or many of them wear little mini skirts have to put a big bright smile on their face mm-hmm. and and flash their eyes at at the senators or the congressperson or the representative in order to hold that job and get the experience needed to move ahead in their career. Yeah, you know what, David? All week long, they've been advertising for interns to come and work at the <laughs> at the at the legislature this session. You have to be a junior in high school. I'm thinking, oh hell no. And I, I, I just want to go back to a point <laughs> Thanks, that David, David David said though too about you know the sexualization in that. Well, it's one thing to say like like John was talking. Oh Sue, you smell good. You're you're I like your perfume. What is that? And it's another thing to say, hey Sue, you got a door knocking ass. I mean, you know I what I'm saying? I do have a door knocking ass, so and that is a that's, thing, that's the, and that is a I, compliment. I agree with you, but at the same time, not everybody <laughs> takes that. Like I say, if you go up to 10 women and say, oh, I really love that perfume, and you go up to 10 women and say, oh, you got a nice butt, I guarantee you the more <laughs> women are going to be offended with the nice butt comment than the nice perfume comment. That's yeah, my point. Yeah, I agree. And, so there is and a line, I gotta and it's say, easy, somewhat easy to draw. Right. Um... May Quaid, Representative May Quaid, um, she made some really incredible accusations. And and I'm I'm not calling her a liar by any means, so relax, people, calm down. Uh, but some of these are very, very difficult to believe. And she told one story about how she was speaking on the floor of the house, and while she was speaking, she heard people making reference behind her about being a lesbian. Um, I, I just can't see her letting that slide i just can't and i just i i mean first of all she's speaking on the floor how would she even hear them she says she went up and asked um and i don't know if this was a reference to melissa hortman or if this was a reference to uh kurt Dow, but she asked that the representatives behind her be moved i find it impossible to believe they wouldn't be moved and now i want to look at some of her floor speeches and find out who was sitting behind her so i can figure out who that was but oh i got sidetracked there for a second okay who's up next mike you're up next hi mike welcome to the show hi your neighbor how you doing hey um let me take issue with you a little bit go I ahead your friendship that's on the point mike that's the point go ahead and i want and if i get that at least i know what you're pointing out on every show <laughs> That'd be awesome. Okay. So I'm kind of prepared. Um, for the sexual harassment thing. Yes. Oh my God, it's getting ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Who else is going to come out? Well, let me tell I you. Mean, I, I get there it. There are I more. Mean, yes, guys. There are, are more. Guys are weasels. Women are weasels. Mm-hmm. 
But it's just like, come on, what are we going to do with that? I mean, I mean wouldn't, Mike, year, wouldn't you expect better? Allegations. Right. Wouldn't you expect better? I mean, like this lobbyist, this lobbyist who brought out the accusations against Senator Schoen said yeah. she's been, or, or maybe it was Cornish. I forget which one it was. She said she's been harassed by him for 10 years. I'm like, are you I kidding ex- me? I, I told my nieces I would expect better of them. Yes. To immediately report it, I, I would have their back. Totally, totally. And and, if, and where was leadership? It, I will call you, and then you can go after them. I will. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate your comments. We got to take a quick break, uh, Mitch, Terry. Plus, I still got to get into my um, immigration, legal and illegal. Uh, coming up. Stay tuned. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk AM eleven thirty and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. dot com. As she played out her fantasy before my eyes. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're talking about the multiple allegations of women over at the state capitol who have accused Senator Dan Schoen of sexual harassment, followed up by uh, Tony Cornish accusing him of sexual harassment. David's exactly right. People have weaponized harassment and you... Uh, you throw this label on somebody, and how do you ever clear your name after that, and what do you do? And I was when all of this stuff started happening, I was trying to figure out what am I so angry about. And, well, I'm angry about a number of things because uh, some people are pigs and some people are liars and some people are afraid to come out and, and tell the truth. But right at our own state capitol, right at our own state capitol, we have, uh, we ha- we have a, a culture that you now have people who are saying that it's a toxic culture, that it's the most hostile workplace they've ever been in. And I find that ridiculous. I find that so ridiculous. The idea of, Kurt Doubt, you started out good. You went rapidly downhill. You ought to step aside, too. Um, what I think is important, we don't need another uh, an outside counsel to come in and investigate our own house. You leadership, both Republican and Democrats, you knew about this. You knew what was going on. You did nothing to stop it and shame on you and if those guys are forced to resign you should be forced to resign too and kurt dowd if you want to get out of my doghouse why don't you hire me to come in and investigate that sexual harassment over there it's it's just astonishing that this stuff has been going on for years and and yeah i'm furious about it mitch you're up next hey mitch welcome to the show hi hi i just had a one thing to say here, you know, when you hold a position in the public eye, you're held to a higher standard. Yes. I have some integrity. If you did it, you need to resign. If not, you need to stand up for yourself and, and clear your good name. I agree, Mitch. I agree. And Mitch, let me take that one step further. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or a unicorn party. All of them have to st- have to have that those that same that same um, rule. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're 100% right. And he is right. Um, it just it just makes me sick. And you knew this was coming, people. You knew this was coming. Uh, and let me tell you something. I will remind you again. There will be special elections. I bet both of them will be. Fo- I'd be willing to put money on it. Both of them will be forced out. I'll tell you another thing. The next shoe is going to drop. The next shoe is going to drop. So Jennifer Carnahan, try not to drop the ball this time. Kurt Doubt, you've already dropped the ball. Can you try to pick it up and run with it instead of sticking your foot in your mouth again? 
This is this is not that difficult to deal with. And this has been on the radar for a really long time. All right, can you people not read the tea leaves out there? This is and and by the way, this isn't just Kurt Dalton, Jennifer Carnahan. The same shit could be said for the Democrat side of the aisle too, because you you Paul Thiessen, you knew about this. Paul Thiessen, who wants to be our next governor. Aaron Murphy, who wants to be our next governor. You knew about this. You knew about this, and you did nothing. And you know what? Probably what makes me the most angry is this is just, in most cases, people sending dirty pictures or people making a rude or or a, a comment that Stupid somebody comment. found yeah. out found offensive one of them was at a party so you it's pretty safe bet they were drinking you yep. know um and and yeah some people are hyper offensive they the tiniest little thing can set them off and i'm afraid we have more of those over in the legislature too so you legislators mind your p's and q's we expect better of you we demand better of you and you know what if you're going to tarnish the name of a your political party or b uh our legislators here in minnesota get out get out right now and the biggest heartbreak of all for me the biggest heartbreak of all uh, of all of these things that happened, I personally would have had more fun mocking them than I would have been insulted or offended by them. That's not what it, what's important, my reaction to it. What's important is you have so many people out there, mostly women, so many people out there who have been sexually assaulted. They have been assaulted physically violated and these people are getting the short end of the stick while we waste all this time talking about people who heard something that offended them or saw something that offended them and you have real people out there who were hurt real people and 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 that's where our focus should be and that's where i want my focus should be but stan just told me that Along with abortion and gay marriage, and what are all the other ones that we're not allowed to talk guns. to? <laughs> guns. They really lit up the phones, I tell you what. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know what? It's it's important. It, it, it's important to talk about this. And elected officials, we just expect better of you. We ex- expect way better of you. Do you really expect better of them, though? I don't anymore. I mean, after all the stuff that comes out, whether it's this or the lie, lying and cheating and stealing, I re- even though they're supposed to be held to a higher standard, I it doesn't surprise me one bit. And that's the sad part. It doesn't it surprise is. me anymore either. Yeah. It do, I have lost count. I don't even pay attention now to the latest name that comes out of Hollywood for who abused who or who assaulted who or who insulted who. Yeah, that's a whole nother. I, 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 I don't even pay attention anymore. I just don't. It's, it's ridiculous, and it's sad. It's mm-hmm. really sad. It is. And you know what? It's really sad that, I mean... And the thing that's sad about it is the Hollywood side is people will will sell their souls for fame and right. fortune, and on the political side they'll power. sell their soul for power. Yeah, right. exactly. And that's pretty much what it's all about. And and by the way, it's always been like that, so we really shouldn't be surprised. Ted Kennedy killed a woman and went on to spend what forty years in the U.S. Senate. Forty years? Are you kidding me? I mean, we we shouldn't be surprised, but maybe now is a time to start demanding a little bit, uh, 
start demanding a little bit better out of that. Okay. Well, I didn't, I'm not going to get a chance to, I wanted to talk a little bit about immigration, legal and illegal. I wanted to talk a little bit about what was going on up in St. Cloud. They had a public hearing on not only raising the tobacco age to 21, but also on a proposed moratorium on refugees. And it failed. It failed six to one. And I want to, maybe next week we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that because I think that's really important. Um, I think we have to start addressing the refugee programs. We have to start addressing the visa programs. We had a hundred, a uh, hundred members of Congress, U.S. Congress, write a letter to President Trump asking for more refugee resettlements. And of the eight representatives in Minnesota, it included Ellison, McCollum, and Waltz. Have Waltz, who wants to be a gov- our governor. Um, a hundred members of Congress think we should have more refugee resettlement. Uh, I think most American people would not uh, would not agree with that. We had a really interesting story about how the Justice Department on Monday moved to revoke the U.S. citizenship of four Minnesotans from Somalia, and they were accused of lying on their visa application. The four entered the program entered the U.S. through the program that Donald Trump wants to eliminate. Uh, they were, well, let's see, one was from Eden Prairie. This was the Diversity Lo- Diversity Lottery Visa Program from 2001. They did DNA tests. They did affidavits. They went back and checked everything. Uh, I mean, th- and, and by the way, this is from 2001. Why does it take 17 years to figure out that these... Uh, that these four people lied. What what happened to our extreme vetting? Oh, yeah, that was two or three presidents ago before they got in. Um, in, It's kind of interesting, too, because the story of these four people is remarkably similar to the fraudulent marriage that we heard uh, surrounding Representative Ilhan Omar, who's a representative in the Minnesota House. Uh, And I, I just... I think a lot of people want to know what's going on with that. Is she married? Who's she married to? Did she ever get a divorce? Was there was there any any uh, false identities or fraud or or uh, anything relating to that? Because I I really 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 feel like we have to take a look into some of this stuff. Uh, but you know what? We only have one minute left. So hey, Stan, what are you talking about next for your show? Oh, we have a bunch of uh, more politicians from the DNR. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, yeah. surprise. Surprise, but, uh, surprise. Talking about uh, DNR the, ATV trails. Uh, they're expanding the those. D- I'm sure you'll hey, be happy about did that. Did you shoot a deer? No, I'm not a big deer hunter, but I might do it next year. Oh, they, they had like 70,000. Yeah, that was the first I mean, couple days, yeah. I know. That's incredible. Yeah. And I'm not a, I, I love to shoot, but I am not a hunter. But I appreciate anyone who brings me. Any deer yeah, or pheasant deer sticks, or goose. You know, cheddar or, sticks, venison. I'm ready yep, for it. I'm, I'm ready for yeah, it. Me too, jerky. And yeah, well, so stay tuned. Stan's coming up next. And then Jamar. With now his, he made me screw up the with, timing on the music. Too. With his new co-host, you got to hear him, mm-hmm. and a candidate for governor. That'll be interesting, too. We'll be back next week. Everyone have a good one. Sue Jeffers, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.